0: Hello friends, both old and new. Welcome to the Honesty Time Podcast. Welcome to actually the first ever Honesty Time Podcast episode. Come on! Firstly, I just want to thank you for showing up today. It doesn't go unnoticed and it really does mean the world to me. As a small business owner and a general fellow human being, it's always amazing that people would choose to listen to my voice in their spare time and that actually baffles my mind. So... Yeah, wow. Thank you. (laughs) So, diving straight into what honesty time is, this episode is going to be super introductory, getting things out of the way before we dive into the nitty-gritty episodes. So, first things first, you're probably wondering who the hell this person is that's talking to you. Well, my name's Vivi, and I'm a photographer based in Finland, but I travel all over Europe and worldwide documenting love stories. Yeah. And I just love people. I love building community. I love just connecting with people and capturing their stories. So, my tiny little business is called VBN Media. Shameless self plug if you want to go check it out. It's VBN Media, VBN Media everywhere. And yeah, I photograph things. <laughs> I love Jesus, my man Kieran, and our two beautiful cats, Hugo and Echo, who you will probably hear running around in the background on occasion. And of course, I love cheese and a good gin and tonic. Um, Honesty Time is something new that I have created to get rid of the comparison lie that so often runs in creative entrepreneurship. I find that oftentimes when speaking to other entrepreneurs who are just starting out, it's super easy to get discouraged because of the amount of people that we see succeeding, in air quotes, but you never see how they got to where they are. And things like social media add to this feeling and like whenever you go on Instagram and you see that somebody has a million likes and you're sitting there with your like 50 and you're just like, but how do I do this? Um, So yeah, I'm here to break that and to start talking about how everybody has a beginning. Everybody starts somewhere. Those people who you see like making it, quote unquote, because, you know, who defines making it? Um, they all started somewhere too, and they probably felt just the same way as you do. So that's one of the main reasons that we're here. And, uh, it's here to just be a safe space to ask questions, to learn, to grow, and to hear from people about how they've made it to where they are. And, uh, we're here to support each other and to love on each other, because let's face it, nobody has their shit together 100% of the time. And actually, that's totally okay. You, as an entrepreneur, are still a human being, and it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to have down days. You're totally entitled to keep being you. (laughs) So yeah, we're just here to basically just build a support structure for people who may feel like they don't have one. And if you could hear that, that was a cat running straight past me towards the door to play with something. So I have a feeling it's about to get rowdy. (laughs) Um, So, honesty time. Um, Honesty time started from a really dark place, if I'm being super honest with you. Uh, I was living in the UK after moving there from Israel, and I was coming face-to-face with my demons, for lack of a better term, every single day, and uh, those demons' names were depression and anxiety. I was broken, I didn't have a support structure in place, and depression pretty much ruled my life, and my friends can definitely attest to that. I got to the point where it was really hard getting out of bed in the mornings, and uh, yeah, for a good couple of years there, it was really, really hard going. So naturally, I'm the kind of person that when something happens, I'm not really just gonna lie back and take it. I put up a really good fight, and uh, that's exactly what I decided to do with this. I decided, you know what? I'm done letting, like, feeling shame over depression, over anxiety, over stuff that is totally not in my control and is my body. And um, so I started speaking about it. And weirdly enough, I found a lot of power in my voice. And every time that I opened my mouth to talk openly about, my struggles and my journey with depression it just lifted something off of my shoulders and uh through sharing about it mainly through social media i actually started finding people who shared those struggles and a lot of that community came through my favorite little app instagram and uh yeah i'm super grateful that i decided to talk about it because the amount of people that i've been able to meet and like friendships I've been able to make who really walked that journey with me and I walked with them um, on their journey is just it's yeah it's incredible there's not really a way to put it into words of how much it actually means to me so yeah through many twists and turns along the way um, my man and I moved our little family us and our cat Echo it was just him at the time to Finland and I found myself becoming a full on, like, full-time entrepreneur. And while I'm so grateful to be living out something that I really could only dream of for years, let me tell you, entrepreneurship is not easy. And the biggest thing that I found when I made that change was that it, it was lonely as shit. <laughs> so basically what I went from was working at a TV company in the UK, where I shared an office with three other people and had pretty continuous like people around me. And while I didn't have a personal support structure other than Kieran and a couple of really close friends, um, and I was really, really struggling with my depression at the time still, it just, it, I didn't feel it as much when I went into the office and I was able to like offload some of that baggage, if that makes sense. Like My boss was my best friend, Sam, and um, we had really open communication about it, and we were just able to, like, walk through it together. And although I knew that moving to Finland was partially for my mental health reasons so that I could, like, get help, and and actually it, just the move alone ended up hugely helping for a variety of reasons. But, um, yeah, that change was something that I hadn't particularly thought about because I, like, I thought I was moving to Finland and I was able to have a support structure there because my family is there and all of this kind of stuff. And then I realized, oh, but actually I'm working on my own every day. I'm sitting at home at my desk and I'm alone. And, uh, I don't have anybody to brainstorm with. I don't have anybody to run ideas through. So I'm just trusting my own gut and just trying to make it. So, Yeah. So entrepreneurship is lonely. Uh, So here we are. So I've decided to do my part in breaking down some walls and bring down, like bring back a community over competition attitude to any and all fields regarding creative entrepreneurship. And that means honest, raw and open communications. So there will be no secrets here. And basically I'm doing the same attitude as I had to my depression journey where I'm an open book and I'm going to start talking and hopefully find some people along the way who share in the struggles and who just want to build community and find people. Yeah. (laughs) So as I said, honesty time is a safe place to ask questions, to grow together and to share in the victories as well as the hurts that come along with being in these kinds of industries. And everyone is welcome here exactly as they are in whatever season they are. Whether you're starting out and thinking about like going to start your own business, whether you've been doing it for a little while and you're feeling really discouraged and unmotivated, or whether you've been doing it for tens of years and you are kicking ass and hustling and making bank. Tell us your secrets so that we can get there too. No. <laughs> But uh, no, we're seriously so open to everybody and anybody who wants to be here. And uh, it's all about love and coming to wrap around each other and support and understanding. So to kick off the launch of this podcast, now that I've told you the goal and where we've started kind of thing, um, I want to talk about turning dreams into realities and what I find has helped me in the season of beginning new ventures and adventures. Those are two very similar sounding words. Well yeah I mean that makes sense. Anyway sorry my brain processing. Um, my dream of becoming a destination wedding photographer started when I was a wee little 13 year old living in Israel. Um, I had left formal education for a variety of reasons and I found myself studying at a media school as well as doing homeschool at the same time. Um, I had an insane privilege to be around a whole load of equipment and study with some really talented people. And I soaked in all the knowledge that I could. And during this period of time, I had the opportunity to photograph even a couple of weddings. And I fell in love with, well, love. (laughs) There was something about being with couples in the moments when they're they're so focused on one another and their future together that just made my heart tick and honestly at the time and it still does it really restored my faith in humanity and every time that I witness those moments between couples it still does that to me it just reminds me of everything that is good and pure in humanity So from there, yeah, where do we go? Um, Right, so from there I had the privilege to go to the Philippines, actually, to document a wedding. And that's when I realized, damn, this is what I want to do with my life. But I had no idea where to start or how to do it, so I just kept pushing it onto the sidelines and just quietly pursuing it on the side, not really paying full attention to it. But yeah, I ended up having a nearly 10 year quote unquote career in television. Um, I was an editor. I started really young, by the way. So I was an editor at a TV station, which at the time was in Israel. And then it ended up taking me to England. And when I was there, then I ended up becoming a director and DOP for the station. And that was until my depression became really awful and was just being added to by the workplace. Uh, But let's not give them the satisfaction of giving them any credit to the place where I'm at today. Let's just say things sucked and I was having four to five depression days a week, largely due to issues at my workplace. So Kieran and I came to the decision... decision that if I didn't take a chance on myself now, I probably never would. So we packed up our things in three suitcases, got a passport for our cat Echo, and yeah, in a year since we made that decision, then we moved to Finland. And uh, when I started my business, I quickly started to realize three things majorly. One was I needed people, Two, was the spirit of competition sucks ass. Three, I was my own cheerleader. And that gets really old really quickly because I'm sure that all of you entrepreneurs can relate to this. While you can have your partners around you and they're super supportive, they can't, like, it's not the same as having coworkers who understand what you're going through, who can cheer you on and who can motivate you. Having your partner there is amazing and yeah, they cheer you on, but they're always going to believe the best in you. So of course they will cheer you on no matter what, whereas when you have colleagues and you know people who are in the same industry as you, it's just so different because you can talk to them and they completely understand where you're at. They can give unbiased feedback on stuff and tell you when you need to change things and you can do the same for them if that makes sense. Um, So yeah, I decided that something needed to change. I was tired of just motivating myself and trying to push myself forward. And here's where I start breaking down how I started building a community of like-minded individuals. So first things first, I would say that you need to admit to yourself that you need people. So, you may not get this from me from just me talking, but I'm actually a massive introvert. And for those of you who know Myers-Briggs types, I'm an INTJ. And if you don't know about MBTI, then stop this podcast, go to 16personalities.com, and then come back. So... Being an INTJ, admitting that I needed people and I couldn't do this thing alone was not something that came super easily or naturally to me, but there comes a certain point in time when always needing to motivate yourself and push yourself gets hard, and you need a little kick in the ass, and just having people who you can turn to and say, hey, I'm really struggling with X, Y, or Z, can you keep me accountable with this makes a huge difference. So having people who you can bounce ideas off of, who cheer you on, and who you can do the same for really changes the ball game. We were never meant to do life on our own, and when it comes to entrepreneurship, having people who face the same struggles and who really understand you is amazing. Um, the second step to that is I reached out to people. Honestly, the biggest thing I needed to get over was my fear of people. For some reason... It felt really unnerving to just message someone and be like, hey, I need friends, let's hang out. Okay, maybe not necessarily like that, but chances are that if you're talking to another entrepreneur, they know that what loneliness in this industry feels like and what have you got to lose by messaging a person or two who you've never met. Yeah, the cat agrees. You may not have heard that, but he just started meowing. (laughs) Um... Yeah, I would say Instagram is your friend, Facebook is your friend, use the outlets that you are on to search for people, and step out of your comfort zone, send people messages, put yourself out there, be yourself. A great example of this is me and my friend Susanna, who's actually going to be on next week's podcast episode. Um, Basically, I had been following her on Instagram for a while, and when I moved to Finland, I basically just forced her to become my friend. (laughs) I messaged her and asked her to hang out over food. And when we met, we ended up having like a two and a half, three hour lunch and talking about pretty much everything. Fast forward nine months and she's one of my closest friends and colleagues. So yeah, number three, vulnerability is a strength. It's not a weakness. Allow yourself to get deep with people. Share about your life so that they can relate to you. I know, I know this one is scary. I get it. It took me ages to get to a place where I was willing to put my shit out there and not really care what people think. But honestly, it ends up separating strong relationships and friendships from ones that aren't really that worth it. If you put yourself out there, people can take it or leave it. And at the end of the day, it is absolutely their loss if they don't see a friend in you. Number four that I would say when it comes to building a community and surrounding yourself with people is be consistent. Pull them into your team. If you find a person that you feel connected to, it's gonna take work to maintain that relationship. Basically, just don't give up. Keep making an effort, even if it feels like they're not necessarily giving as much of an effort. They will. Sometimes people just need that like consistency in order to know that you're there. That means encourage them, support them, be to them what you want someone to be to you. And in time, as that relationship strengthens, you have an incredibly loyal and dependable partner by your side. Yeah. (laughs) Woo. Number five, and this is the last one on community. Find a co-working space. Get out of your house. Just... You know, once you've messaged a few people and you have some friends, go to cafes, go to each other's houses, go somewhere, and just leave the four walls of your house. Honestly, inspiration is all around us and it's dying for us to just get out there and take it all in. So when we work from home, staring at those four walls becomes really unmotivating. For example, with a small group of photographers here in Helsinki, we've decided to go to Helsinki Think Company, shout out to my favorite place of all time, and work every Monday, and sometimes even twice a week. It just really gets our juices flowing to be around each other and get some motivation, some chats, and a new scene for the beginning of the week. And then we go have lunch together, and it's a really great time just building community and having people around you. So... It's not impossible. Something that I dreamed of a year ago is now a reality because I wasn't afraid to put myself out there and, yeah, just see what happened. And, yeah, there's going to be people who are going to be weirded out by you just being super open and honest and vulnerable and, you know what? Whatever. Like, they're lost. Then you'll find that one gem in those 10 that you message that is going to be your lifelong friend and actually is going to be able to really help you take your business forward and encourage you. So why not? (laughs) So bringing it back to dreams becoming realities. So this one is something that is hugely personal because everybody works in a different way. And, uh, that's always fun. (laughs) But let me talk about my personal experience and basically the few steps that I took when it came to starting my business. And, um, yeah, one of those things is, you know, giving your dreams credit, um, allowing them to actually become something that is worth making a plan for and, uh, yeah just like grabbing hold of them so they're not just floating up there somewhere and being like okay no you deserve to become my reality let's see this what is this dream of mine and how do I make a plan that feasibly in x amount of time I will be living out my dream um I would say it's not easy it's not for everybody it takes a ton of hard work and of motivation and pushing yourself and yeah but it's so so worth it at the end of the day that yeah I would never give it up for the world so for example for me I'm the kind of person that I'm super methodical I'm logical I need plans I need structure um And I don't really just trust my gut as much as I should. I'm still learning that and I'm always learning that. But my biggest thing when I was thinking about setting up my business was giving myself time to just make a plan. To look at my dream and say, okay, realistically, to get to this place, how many years of actual business is it going to take me? Starting at zero, what does it look like to take me to my full dream? And to be honest with you, for me, that means five years of being in business. And I'm at year, like I'm just finishing up my first year of being full time. Um, and uh, basically, I was like, okay, that's feasible. Now, to start my business, what do I need One of the biggest concerns for me was financial. So for me, it was a matter of, okay, I need to save X amount so that I'm fine for the first six months of me being in business. Um, And thankfully, I also had some like known clients in that time. So I gave myself a year before I made the leap into being full-time. And I was like, okay, in a year, I will have saved X amount I will have these and these clients ready for me. I will start marketing towards that so that I get consistent clients once that six months of savings is up. And then I have a plan. I have a structure. I have something that I can follow. And then you have to actually do it. (laughs) You have to actually step out of the boat to take the leap and to trust that what you've thought out, what you've planned, the goals that you've set are accurate. And that's probably the scariest part because that's the moment where you're like, okay, but what if? And what I've learned is to throw what ifs out the window and uh never, ever, ever look at them. Um I honestly am so happy with where my business is at and I'm so glad that I took the leap and the step when I did. And the clients and the couples I've had that I get to connect with on a regular basis are incredible. I, in my first year of business, I'm in a place where every single one of my couples for this coming year is my ideal client because I took the time out to research what I needed to get done to set up my business. So that's another thing. Alongside with making plans, look up what it takes in your area, what are the steps, talk to people who run businesses and ask them what did they do when they started their businesses. I'm super grateful that I have a family full of entrepreneurs because I was super lost. I've never lived in Finland before in my life. I grew up in Israel and then I moved to the UK. So this was the first time that I was coming to Finland as an adult needing to figure out how tax works here, how basically anything works in this country and uh so I'm super grateful that I had I say super a lot anyway (laughs) I'm so grateful that I had my brother and my dad who were able to just like reassure me and walk me through the few steps that I needed to take um when setting up my business and what that looked like technically speaking and if you don't have support like that google everything that you can think of there are no dumb questions when you're starting a business you're talking about something that's going to be your lifetime thing ask every single tiny thing that you can think of it's worth it and um yeah so that's huge and then i would say get a team around you so even though it's daunting go get an accountant go you know talk to people for advice, all of that kind of stuff, because you need people. Honey, I know it's hard to hear if you're an introvert and you like being by yourself, but every single person needs people. We need advice when we're heading into a new field because, hey, you've never done it before, and it's okay not to know what you're doing. (laughs) And alongside this, I would say is have grace on yourself. You're learning. You're growing. There's going to be growing pains just like when you grew up from a child to a teenager and teenager to adult. You know, your body's changing, right? So your mind is changing when you become an entrepreneur and there's so much information to absorb out there that your mind sometimes feels like it's just running constantly. So just remember to have grace on yourself. Everybody makes mistakes and that's totally okay and it's allowed. You are a human being, you are not perfect. As much as we all wish that we were and want to believe that we are, we aren't perfect. But it's the imperfections that end up making the greatest stories, am I right or am I right? So I would say that once you have your business set up, your next biggest thing is getting your branding all sorted and dusted, which you can start before you even set up your business. Once you have your dream, you have your names, you have your ideas and you have a plan, get designers that you can trust, because your brand is what's going to end up selling you the most. And um, once you have a clear brand and you understand why you're doing what you're doing, yeah, from there, you just just go ahead and do it. You make it happen. You make your day-to-day happen. (laughs) And you devote time out and you put energy into it. And you seek people out and it just happens. <laughs> I would say the other biggest thing that I struggled with when I started my entrepreneurship journey, oh man, I need to find a better word for that than journey, but you know what I mean. Um, I really struggled with setting boundaries on what was work time and what was personal time. And I know we're going to talk about this in a later episode more in depth, but really quickly as a summary here set yourself work hours. Like straight from the beginning, be strict on yourself and just be like, okay, within these hours, I'm focusing on my business. I'm putting everything, all of my energy into my business. And outside of those hours, I'm going to breathe because it can all get really overwhelming and really daunting straight away. And we feel like we have to get everything done today because there is no tomorrow when it comes to business. But honey, there's always a tomorrow and you're going to be around and it's going to be okay. And you going to sleep and spending time with your family doesn't mean that you're not working hard and making sure that your business is running smoothly. So along with giving yourself grace, Make sure that you set the right boundaries that work for you. For some people, you can work a 16-hour day and you'll feel great afterwards and super, you know, motivated and you can keep going like that for ages. Well done. Good on you. It nearly killed me. So (laughs) I would just say that honestly, listen to your body. Focus on taking care of yourself and your relationships And uh, remember that your business, while it's your baby and it's your everything, and yes, you should absolutely put it on your priority list, it's not everything. It isn't everything. It's not going to make or break you. You're trying something new. And that is amazing. And that in and of itself is a step that's worth celebrating. And I'm so, so proud of you for doing that. So remember to celebrate every tiny little victory When you have a breakthrough for something that you've been trying to do for ages and it just hasn't made sense to you and all of a sudden it does, give yourself, you know, a little cider or beer or, you know, something, something that you celebrate with. could be coffee and um, just treat yourself a little bit and make sure that you are focusing on all of the positives in your business and that you don't dwell on the negatives. I just really wanted to end this episode with just saying how proud I am of you. Even though I don't know you, I just have this overwhelming feeling of joy over you, your business, whether it's something that you're already in, whether it's something that you're setting up, or whether it's something that you're thinking about for the future. Um, your ideas are worth being heard. Your voice matters in this world, and. This world is so lucky to have you and what you do. So make sure to remember that. And yeah, we'll see you next time on Honesty Time.